I'm going to start recording while I fix my hair for the 12th time. Um, okay, everybody knows on this podcast in general, personal, professional, everyone in my life knows that I have grown this obsession with TikTok, except over the last five to six weeks, every time I've opened it, it's been nonstop coverage of the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, yeah. which has been kind of insane of a trial one because it's been so heavily publicized but also everybody seems to have an opinion on it so yeah. it's it's been a bit off-putting every time I open this app and I see a new person explaining the same trial with their like take on it Hi friends, my name is Nadine and my name is Thadini and welcome to You Know What I Mean. I, okay, I don't really go on TikTok. I didn't really see that much about it on like Instagram or or I did but like not that much um and I personally just didn't keep up with the trial um but I'm but I know that there have been very like polarizing views on it um and like some of the stuff I did see I was like I was like that's interesting like not sure that I agree with that but I don't know I I I personally didn't keep up with it which is surprising. I feel like, I feel like I should have, but I didn't. I'm, I mean, honestly, I feel like it's, it, there's so much that's happening in the world. And yeah. like, it, I think in, around the same time, with, global affairs happening. There was a lot of global affairs happening. And I think I saw this other video and, you know, someone posted and it was like, there's so many things happening, but everybody's talking about this trial so so I don't blame you all all this is to say is that I don't blame you for for not keeping up but it was just crazy to me so I'm not everybody's like you're either team Amber or team Johnny I'm neither to be honest because that relationship just seems very toxic in general and yeah who am I to have an opinion on domestic violence like it's you know I'm not I don't know this case enough I don't have a law degree like I'm just not qualified to have an opinion whatsoever not that that has ever stopped us from having an an opinion yeah not (laughs) like not that we've like ever been qualified to have an opinion but like we do have one but like with this especially like with things relating to domestic violence and, you know, personal relationships. Like it's very, it was very interesting to see people's opinions on it. So everybody to give, to give people a perspective on what was going on. um, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard were married. They divorced Uh, She wrote an op-ed for the Washington Post about being a survivor of domestic violence. He sued her uh, in the UK, actually, for some, or he didn't sue her in the UK. He sued a newspaper in the UK back, I think, in 2018 because they called him a wife beater. He lost that lawsuit. He then sued Amber Heard after she posted or she published this op-ed in the Washington Post. This is the lawsuit that we're talking about. She then at the same time countersued him 
for defamation. So basically, I thought, I thought he sued her for defamation. Yeah. So I'm not explaining this properly again, because I don't have a law degree. He sued her for defamation. Then she countersued him for defamation. Okay. Everyone sued for defamation because that's the takeaway from this. Everybody's suing each other for defamation. I'm, I'm going to be sued for defamation. Just even talking about just this talking about thing. I'm going to be sued. Um, so this trial was broadcasted live, yeah. which I like is rarely done. I've never seen a celebrity trial that was broadcasted. I don't have you. No, I haven't. And I think like, that's what kind of added to like the sensationalizing of this. And we can talk about more. We can talk about this more when we like get closer into like what happened with like the trial, but I feel like everything that I heard about it was like four or like the headline or whatever, like was about Johnny Depp. And mm. I feel like it played a very real power imbalance like obviously there's a power imbalance there but I feel like it worked in his favor and like therefore against her again I didn't keep up with this trial but as somebody who didn't keep up with this trial that was like an observation that I made yes and it's it it's a good perspective to have because you everybody who was giving their opinion on this was extremely like tuned in yeah do you know what I mean like I I don't yeah I don't know how to describe it no I know what you mean okay sorry I cut you off before but continue I was just going to explain that that so they're essentially suing each other for defamation over this op-ed okay that that's that's the story that we're at today but then this trial quickly turned into uh allegations around domestic violence and abuse and it turned also into a very like anti me too movement and then also somewhat of like men's rights so it just it bubbled up into this really big thing that I think almost went beyond the case itself yeah The thing that I have, like the problem that I have with, I don't know. I have like so many thoughts. My first thought is like, it's strange to me that like this case was about and like kind of still focuses on defamation Mm -hmm. because if you want to talk about it entirely from a form of like literally defamation, which again, I am like literally no lawyer, but like was Johnny Depp's name like slandered? Yeah. But I'm like, I'm like thinking this through because I'm like, if we're literally looking at the topic at hand, which is like defamation, then yes, he was defamed in that sense. Yeah. Was she defamed? Yes. But when it gets more nuanced, I think it becomes more difficult where it's like, okay, but it also has to do with like assault and like intimate partner violence. And Mm -hmm. That's when it's like that I feel like became woven into the story or like became woven into like what the trial was about. And the trial was just about defamation. And I feel like because so much of that op-ed was about his abuse, it then became like a partner abuse case. But that's actually not what was being tried. But I feel like the jury that is the public and social media, like 
was trying it on a on a level of like abuse, like domestic abuse. Yes, that's exactly what it was. And so people were giving their opinions on evidence brought forward regarding sexual abuse or not sexual abuse or domestic, whatever, you know, like whether it's domestic violence, sexual abuse, abuse as a whole. Yes. And I think that that's what makes it so hard because I feel like the fervor with which people came for Amber Heard, like, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to like defend what she did. Like literally like, like even just like, like my mom, I'm laughing because my mom like watches CP24 like all the time. So she has it on, on her TV, like any single time that I like enter the house, it's like freaking playing. Um, And so like, even like the snippets of it that I've caught by like news channels that are covering the trial. Mm -hmm. um, I I, like, it's, it's evident. It's clear that like both of them were at fault and like both of them were very abusive in different Mm -hmm. ways to each other. And like, both of those things are valid in that like both of them were abused by the other. And I think I'm like, people are coming for Amber Heard with like so much anger and passion. And I'm like, no, that's great. Like come for people, but like you didn't come for like X, Y, Z people with the same amount of like fervor. And like Johnny Depp also was abusive. Like it's not as though Johnny Depp wasn't abusive. Yeah. I think like, I think we were talking about this and I was saying that it's so hard because obviously with the Me Too era, you, we've we've learned that we need to put the victim stories first and that we need to believe them when they say that they're being abused. And I know that women coming out and telling their stories is difficult and it's rare. And men have a an even more unique experience in that in which they're almost more men coming out and about their stories about abuse abuse is even more stigmatized in a way. Yeah. So it is very nuanced and I, it's not to discredit anybody's story, but because it's so personal and it's so I, I, publicized in a way like because the trial was publicized like I'm less inclined to have an opinion and I'm more put off by the videos that did like there was this one account that kept coming up on my for you page Mm -hmm. and she would give a breakdown of the trial of the day like they would do a trial that day and she would break it down and she would give like summarized points And her opinion on like what she thinks is coming up next, like what her perspective is. And then when they. People have so much time. (laughs) They have so much time. Like we're like, we're like struggling to make like one reel. We're like, where is the time? (laughs) People are out here being like, let me give you, let me do a spark notes. Let me like create. Yeah, she was for this. But the way that this, but that's exactly what it is. Like this trial became so commodified. Like, I don't know if commodified is the word, but it's like. It became like sensationalized. Yes. It became this like content machine. Like people were literally producing content out of it. People were making memes out of it, which is just like really awful. Yeah. So this girl, so she, (laughs) when they announced that the jury had decided and that they were going to announce what the verdict was, she literally posted this video, like jumping up and down, being like, I can't wait. Oh my God. Like countdown 14 minutes left. I'm like, girl, like do like anything else, please. Like, like what is this? What is this? And like, I also was 
I was tuned in. Like I was like, yeah, okay. I wonder like what's going to come out of this freaking six week trial that I've been (laughs) like unknowingly keeping up with through TikTok. But it, it, it was just insane. Like the level of attention it got from the, the, the social media universe. Yeah. And I feel like it also like that was fodder for this case because people were, I genuinely did not see a lot of people that were for Amber Heard. Like everyone was for Johnny Depp. And I'm like, yeah, there is a power imbalance here. Like he's a freaking huge movie star. And like, she's not the same status as him. Um, It's a woman coming out, which is already very difficult. And like, I, I have heard this like thing about me too. And obviously it is more difficult. I don't want to say it's more difficult. It's just very specific difficulties that men versus women face when coming forward with a case of sexual assault or assault in general. Um, And there's like many different like stigmas at play for both. And there's both of them get discredited in many different ways. And both of them are equally, equally as bad. But like the truth, I'm like hesitant to say this, but like the truth remains that most victims of domestic violence are women. Mm-hmm. And you can talk about like the toxic masculinity that's at play because of that. But I remember when I worked at like the sexual assault and violence intervention services yeah. opportunity in which we live, like that was the case like that, that it's not even like, I'm like pulling this number, like out of, out of thin air or like making like a, a judgment like that really is that really is like the reality in which we live and like it's it adds obviously like a a, like a complicated nuance for both for both men and women that that is the case but in this situation particularly I think it becomes really difficult because at like it's a case of defamation it's not a case of abuse and when we start to get into abuse like it's very difficult for outsiders to say your abuse is valid versus your abuse is not. And like one of the things that I heard or that I saw, um, and it was like very, very limited, but one of the things that I saw was somebody being like, I'm so glad Amber Heard didn't win because she was riding on like the coattails of like women who have actually on like, like she was like riding the wings or whatever that saying is of women who have actually been assaulted. And I was like, but how can you discredit her assault? Yeah. Like, and why would you discredit her assault? Like, yeah. there's no, like hi- I mean, there is literally a hierarchy of assault, but like assault is assault. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. How are you going to discredit somebody's assault? And it's abundantly clear that they were both assaulted and they were both yes. people who were assaulting the other. So like, that was the rhetoric that I found really like challenging or like that I found really like difficult to like understand because how like I I don't get it like like how can you say like people were assault women are assaulted and it's like really bad and I'm really glad that she didn't win because mm-hmm. women are actually assaulted and she was trying to like write off that but it's like well but she was also assaulted like nobody you know what I mean like nobody was there in those moments of like intimately trying to like nobody was there in the moments when it happened and trying yes. to be like this accounted for assault this did not account as assault yes. like it's and it's so hard and like I've seen many things where people are like oh well she was acting so weird like whatever and I'm like okay but I don't know like 
I always struggle with this when people talk about this, when they like are in trial or like whatever, mm-hmm. where they're like, they, their grief didn't look like this, or like they did look like this, or they said this, or they acted like this. And I'm like, it's a very hard thing to go through. Yeah. How can you possibly judge how somebody reacted? Like if somebody is not on, on, I was going to say on stage, but like, if somebody's not on trial, like bawling their eyes out, that doesn't mean that like, they didn't go through grief or they didn't go through assault or whatever the case might be. Yeah. And like those, and that's when it becomes tricky because like those standards weren't applied to Johnny Depp. I agree. And I, you're on, not only are you on trial, you're on a a high profile trial that's being televised or broadcasted live. And you're trying to convince a jury. I saw this like jury members and like lawyers and whatever get swayed. And like, I know you're like, like take your phone or I don't know what they do to like, make sure that the media isn't a part, like doesn't play a part in like your decision and stuff. But I, with something that is as sensationalized and as televised and you know in the media as much as this was like I find it very difficult to believe that like people didn't like you know what I mean like people weren't being swayed one way or the other whether it was lawyers whether it was whoever like whoever was part of this case but that's even like the job the job of a lawyer is to sway the jury yeah so like I feel like regardless I I saw this video today actually and it was of this I can't even I can't remember what her job title was but it was on now this news okay so she was basically talking about how because the jury isn't trained or wasn't trained to identify sexual abuse or domestic abuse yeah they misunderstood the trial absolutely and had they been trained they would like it's it's likely that the that the defamation trial would have gone in amber's favor but even something like that is i'm like i'm trying to avoid having an opinion on the trial itself but i think to that it Okay, I'm going to make this comment and then I, I'll, I'll see where it goes. But I was going to say, like, Amber's lawyers compared to Johnny Depp's lawyers seemed like they, that, like they weren't as strong. But at the same time, there was a massive online campaign for Johnny Depp. Yeah. So it just kind of goes to show, like, yes, like, even though they, were, they didn't come off as strong or they didn't seem as strong, like, Johnny Depp's team strategy was a lot more invasive in a way because it was so in your face. Exactly. And I was actually saying that to somebody. I was like, it feels like he, like part of his strategy or like his team strategy was to like publicize it as much as possible because all of the headlines were about him or like centered around him or his narrative. And I feel like it's so, it's so difficult it's, it's literally what you said. It's so difficult because one, a jury is not trained to identify cases of sexual or partner violence or abuse slash and abuse. And that's why this whole case is so tricky because at the core of it, like what was the case? It was a defamation suit. Yes. It was a defamation lawsuit. And I feel like it's been blown I don't want to say out of proportion. It's just been blown out of the realm of, of defamation. And it's like so hard because I just feel like 
this anger that people showed to words Amber heard, mm-hmm. why wasn't there why like the, the anger that I saw, which was like again very limited, like I, I just didn't I just didn't like see a lot of stuff online mm-hmm. um as much online about it as I think that there was. Um but it's crazy to me that there was so much anger towards her for I don't want to say falsifying, but like for being like not a not the textbook victim of what we have in our brains of what like a sexual assault or domestic violence um victim looks like and there was none for him and I'm like but they were both abused and in general if you like take it at an even greater scale like I feel like that anger wasn't like if you're truly upset about like domestic abuse and violence and like sexual assault and violence towards women like that anger should then be there for like a a lot of other like millions of other perpetrators that are there and that are tried like very and and trials that are very like sensationalized in and of themselves I don't want I don't think sensationalized is the right word but like that are very like in the public yeah um so I think that's one thing and then the other thing too is like I find it difficult when people like talk about like the me too movement Mm. because at least as I understand it and it, and that understanding itself might be wrong. Like I find it difficult to believe that the me too movement is specifically exclu- like is exclusive in that it doesn't allow men to be a part of it. Yeah. And that might be like my misunderstanding. Like is the me too movement specifically for women, but which is fair, which is like fair. And that, that can be like its own, that can be its own movement, but right. I don't, I, I don't know. I find it hard to believe that like a movement that is like meant to call, not call in, but like that is meant to like unify women who have faced sexual violence and sexual abuse, like would be like, but you can't be, I don't know. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I, I do. And I, I think it goes back to what you said earlier, which is that men have an equal, it's, it's a different, but equally important experience when they come out with their own stories yeah and I I think what is so interesting about this trial is how quickly I'm gonna say we obviously this is not you and I but like we as a general public how quickly we were able to paint Amber Heard as has the villain in the story and it's such a complex lawsuit that I feel like nobody was really equipped to have an opinion. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I totally agree that I don't think that the Me Too movement was exclusive to women only. I would imagine that it's all victims of abuse. And I want to look it up, but keep going. Yeah, I, I but I think I remember us having a conversation about Me Too a while ago. I don't know if you remember this. And I, I think you were telling me how not that it's been co-opted, but the true origin of Me Too has changed. Yeah. And I'm looking it up and it's like the purpose of Me Too is to empower sexually assaulted people oh, through there empathy and solidarity, through strength in numbers, especially young and vulnerable women, mm-hmm. um, et cetera. But I mean, I... I think like, this is like an aside, but I think it's 
<laughs> it's like doubly as bad that if we only conflate me too with women, because it erases men's experience of violence of like sexual violence. Yeah. So it's like a double whammy. It's like, we're talking about like men's having like yeah. men's experiences with like sexual assault and like how that needs to be validated. But we're saying like me too is like for women. And, and then it like becomes really tricky because then you're essentially erasing their experiences because I don't know. Like, it's very complicated and very also why I'm like, if a jury in and of itself is not equipped to be able to make the distinction between a defamation suit versus like a sexual or partner violence abuse, like why does TikTok think that they are? And, and, and like literally somebody could be listening to this episode being like, okay, well, well, then why the fuck do you guys think that you are? And it's like, we don't like, that's what makes it so tricky. It's like, we don't, but I just think it's really hard when you don't validate when you're only validating one side, which happens to be like the straight white cis, Mm -hmm. rich, powerful males side of violence and like not the women's because her, like her, like experience didn't match what, what people think like a victim's experience or composure should be and it's and it's not even that we're commenting on the trial itself we're commenting on the response of the trial which has been really just blown out of proportion I like it's funny because you like you know how we comment on the Kardashians but then I will be like oh but I actually watched the show which I literally did today I like freaking like tuned into their show but it's just become such um you almost can't escape it in a way, like yeah. it is just, yeah. Everywhere. Like as somebody who didn't keep up with it, the fact that I like know all of these yeah. really hard. It, I'm like, oh, maybe I did keep up with it, and I just didn't yeah. know. But like, that's what I mean. Like, it's so like everywhere that you don't even know you're keeping up with it. Like, no, exactly. So- you don't okay. even know how you're processing this information, like how you're taking it in. Like, perfect example. Before we started recording. Trini was like, you know what? I don't know a lot about what's been going on. Like, why don't you kick it off and I'll just contribute where I can. But you literally are talking as if you kept up just as much as I did. And that just goes to show how much it's been in our vicinity. Yeah, exactly. In our vicinity. And it's, it's speaking of the Kardashians, they actually had a defamation trial that they were going through at the same time that nobody was talking about because it was closed doors. Like you can, Chris Jenner is like, lock this door. But Nobody's coming. <laughs> that's kind of what, like what I wish that Amber Heard and Johnny Depp had done because I just feel like it's been taken out of context and it's been, yeah. it's turned into something that it's not. Mm-hmm. And I wish that I wish that it was like closed doors because I feel like less people would have had an opinion and like it could have been truly what it was, which was a defamation suit. But then that like that decision to have again, like not to comment on the trial, but that decision to have it broadcasted live was a strategic decision that I believe was made by Johnny Depp's team. And I it could like I would imagine that Amber Heard had to sign off on it as well because yeah. obviously she had to consent to being uh, recorded to, and whatnot, to being yeah. recorded. Yeah, exactly. But um, it it is I, I do think about the trial that the Kardashians were in, which was against against Black China, which is also a defamation trial, and they won. And 
no, like I did not hear a word about it, maybe an article or two, but it was door shut. Nobody said a word. It was insane. It not it interesting though, that in both of these cases, it was like the white or white passing richer team that won both cases. Like, I'm not trying to discredit either party, like any way or form, anybody that was involved in this. I'm not trying to discredit what happened. And obviously I'm no purveyor of truth. Like I don't, I don't know the details, but it's just interesting to me that in both scenarios, that's what happened. And it's interesting that people come for Amber Heard, but like, don't recognize the tactic that Johnny Depp and his team used, which was literally to mitigate and like erode a woman's story and like discredit her in the public eye in like the public jury or court or whatever we want to call it that is now like social media or whatever yes and like nobody like nobody thinks about I mean not nobody but like a lot of people and most people on TikTok like don't think about it like that they're not like oh isn't it so weird how his entire strategy was to discredit her in the media and in like the world and like the repercussions that will come for each will be very different totally you just brought up a really good point it wasn't about uh convincing the jury that was in the courtroom it was about convincing the jury that is online that is every single person who's been keeping up with this trial yeah yeah or who hasn't like me and is just like a viewer and like yes if I didn't keep up with it and have all these thoughts like somebody who also didn't keep up with it might have very different thoughts that are like oh no like Amber Heard was wrong. I think we as a society just need to take a step. We like let's just go touch some grass. Like I just think that we need touch to like grass. take a step back, and and like this is me included. But <laughs> this entire trial just gave me like not the ick, but I was like this all of it. Nothing feels right for me. Like yeah. nothing feels right. Um. I can't have an opinion. I don't want to have an opinion. I'll, I will engage. I will consume this content. Yeah. But me personally, I don't really have much to say. And I, I just, I'm like, I'm struggling. Like you can even hear as I'm explaining, like I'm struggling to form an opinion on anything having to do with this trial. But I think we as a society need to really understand what our obsession is with it's, it's almost like, I, I, I read this online that it it kind of coincides with our obsession with true crime, but not just true crime, live true crime. So, you know, when yeah. that, like, I think her name is Gabby Petito, the, yeah. the Instagram yeah. influencer, when she went missing, people were keeping up with it as if they were the detectives on the case. Like, everybody feels like they are in a They're space. Entitled. Yeah, I don't, but the thing is like, it is entitlement, but I don't know if entitled is like the word that I have in mind to ex- to explain what it is, but it's like, everyone is suddenly an expert in this field. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because of the accessibility of information that there is online now compared to, you know, in the past, but everyone is suddenly an expert and everyone feels empowered to have an opinion on this. And it's so nuanced that how can you have an, how can you have an opinion on this? No, I totally agree. How can you have an opinion on this? And how can you have such a resolute opinion on this? Like, yes, 
I think that is like one of the hardest things with social media overall. And this case is like a very, it's like the perfect case in point, but like, I feel like what social media has become is like, you can't even bring forth like new information and people are like, Oh, people are like, Oh, like I have learned new information. Like I've changed my mind now. Like yeah, they're so resolute in what they think and what they believe. And it's like, yeah. You're allowed, like, first of all, everyone is allowed to change their opinion, which I think needs to be said because I feel like their opinions become almost like, if I disagree with an opinion, it's like, I disagree with you. Like, I don't, I don't agree with you as a person. And it's like, yeah. no, like you are not your opinion. Like you can disagree with an opinion and you can still, and you can change your mind about an opinion on both sides. And I think like, that is the only time that I think I will say things have become a little too personal Mm -hmm. because I feel like even for small things, if all of a sudden you're like, I actually don't like this skincare line, people will like come for you. People are like, how could you like, do you know what I mean? Like, especially people in like, like celebrities or people with like some sort of like social power in terms of whatever, in terms of like following or whatever, like Anything you say is like a reflection of now you. And I feel like that's really harmful and reductive for actual narratives that are helpful to take place. And this is like a very, and growth and literally and growth, like personal and otherwise growth. Like, and I feel like that's like a big part of what happened in this case where like, like things were like taken so, I don't want to say they were taken so literally, but I just mean like people's opinions have are so closely tied with like who they are which obviously they would be but I just mean like there was no room for understanding in I, yeah. I feel like in people's response to this or there was no room for growth there was no room for like further analysis I hate these words that I'm using but like there was just like no room I I, I think even just this idea like when you're talking about it, it's almost it's almost like the evolution of cancel culture, like how cancel culture has evolved, not to hold people accountable, but to cement what people have said in the past to who they are today. And it's like, what are we like? It's, it's, it, I actually will never forget the, the day that we signed up for Twitter. Do you remember we were together? I don't just like, I think we like went to the mall. We went back. We're like, okay, we're going to sign up for Twitter. We were like, 15 maybe 15 16 we're like okay this is the day we're gonna sign up so we signed up I do not want to know what my first tweet was or any other tweet and I would probably want to pull every strand of my hair out if I found out that a tweet I wrote a billion years ago came out and is like look what Nadine wrote back in god knows when because my opinions, my thoughts, who I was is completely different, is completely different. Like, I feel like I, I'm really digressing from the original topic, but it, it just does go to show how cancel culture has evolved and like, how do we hold people accountable today? Yeah. How do we hold people accountable today? And like, as it relates to this case, like, how do we give context to what's happening. Like, and like the, the only, the, not the only, but the biggest thing that I can think of is like, people are out here debating like who was and who wasn't assaulted or what type of, who was, um, whose assault was more valid 
And I'm like, but this case isn't even about assault. It's about defamation. So like when we talk about a win for Johnny Depp or Amber Heard, like what, what's the win we're talking about? Because like all of those instances of abuse that came out are still, are still, they're like, they're still valid. Like this wasn't a case to, to validate who, who was and wasn't assaulted or who even assaulted because it was very clear that they both did. Do you know what I mean? And like the idea of like cancel culture, I feel like is, has, is like a part of this is like comes into this because like now we've like quote unquote what canceled Amber Heard, but like on what basis? Because it's not as though Johnny Depp didn't. Yeah. But that like, but it's like you said, people are so cemented in what they think or what they, or what they believe. Like they haven't even necessarily taken the time to be like, but wait, this, what was this? what was this case about? And then what are the other things that came out of it that are a separate issue almost? I find it, again, like speaks to the messiness of this trial because back when the op-ed that Amber Heard wrote came out, Johnny Depp was canceled. He lost all of his movie deals. He was kicked off of the Uh, Fantastic Beasts franchise he was no longer or they were no longer going to be doing the next Pirates of the Caribbean so there was a quantifiable amount of money that he lost as a result of this yeah on the other hand Amber Heard has also lost money and so like I'm like does this is this now some sort of vindication yeah you know what I mean sorry it's like very dark because the sun is setting and I don't have lights on no problem it's fine but um is this like, is the fact that like he won like some sort of vindication of like, oh my God, like all these people dropped me and yeah. like, I told you that it was, that it was wrong. But like, then again, like it's so difficult because then we talk about like a defamation suit and it's like, okay, he was defamed. Yeah. The next argument would be like, was it valid or not? Or I don't know, I guess if, I don't know if that's part of like a defamation suit, but he was like it, it he obviously was defamed because he yeah. lost all these things. So like all of these deals and all of these business opportunities. So, but like, but I, I know people have and will and him, Johnny Depp himself is going to use this as some sort of like vindication or validation of like, oh, but look, like I told you I didn't do it. And now the court leaves me because that's the narrative that's been spun in the media. Isn't like, yes, yes, that. And then to add to that, because I know you were talking about power imbalance in the beginning like he already came in with a fan base that was behind him yeah and like even looking at after the verdict was announced and he won essentially he they each put out a statement him and Amber Heard and I read this BuzzFeed article and it was like here's I don't know if they meant to make this point but it was like here's the list of everyone who's liked Johnny Depp's post versus here is the list of everyone who's liked Amber Heard's and the Johnny Depp the list of people rooting for Johnny Depp was like so long. The one for Amber Heard only had four people. And so like that in itself is an indication, not just of like how society is replying, but like Hollywood in general is responding to this. And it's, it, it is, isn't, isn't a lawsuit subjective to a certain point? Like you're obviously going to, provide evidence subjective but like hasn't it been proven many many times that it's clearly not (laughs) 
Yeah. Like I, obviously you're going to submit your evidence and you're going to make your case, but again, isn't the lawyer's job to sway the jury in their favor. And, and yes. And like, I think the whole reason for things like critical race theory is because we have all realized that the law is subjective, although it seems objective is very subjective and in its use is very subjective. And in its like what it upholds is very subjective and like favors specific demographics and specific groups and communities. And I think it's so, it's so hard too, because like the, the, the thing that you're talking about where it's like a list of who liked what I kind of speaks to that because like, how do you know that like what people really felt, but in, in Hollywood or in media and felt like they couldn't actually like, like her post or whatever, because of what an influence and what a big figure Johnny Depp is in Hollywood. Yeah. A hundred percent. You know, So like that in itself speaks to what you were talking about of like a power imbalance. Yes. Yes. And when, even when we're talking about like the law being subjective, the literal role of the Supreme court is yes. to interpret the con interpret the constitution, interpret. Yeah. not, not give an expert opinion. It's to interpret. Anyways, like I said, I don't have a law degree. This is crazy. You won't find me on like TikTok legal talk anytime soon. I like no, no hate to anyone who had an opinion on this. Me personally, it's going to be a no. It's like, I don't, I'm not on Reddit. I'm Reddit. I'm not on Reddit, but apparently there's this thread that is, um, like are you the asshole and you send in like a story and people will tell you whether you're the asshole or not i think i've heard of this and i think like the options are like you're the asshole not the asshole everyone's the asshole and this is like a situation for me yes where everyone is the asshole i couldn't agree more everyone is the asshole everyone was shitty and like tiktok and the general public cannot be the cannot be the deciding factor (laughs) on like what we think who we think should be the asshole in the situation yeah everybody is an asshole and i think that's maybe the only thing we can all agree on even if you have a law degree you are not qualified to have an opinion on a law degree i feel like you would be like everybody's the asshole i'd be like what the hell's going on yeah it it just i feel like it's again it's such a personal it's such a personal not experiences in the word I want to use, but like an experience in a way, like this is a very personal issue between the two of them. And like, let's not, yeah, like we cannot, let's not, yeah. Like bottom of, you know, to sum this up, let's not discredit victims of domestic violence, no matter who. Of which they clearly both were. I am dead because I, you can't even see me at this point. <laughs> I am like a haze. I'm like a ghost. I wish I was a ghost in the trial room and I could have also known as a court. <laughs> I'm dead. And I wish I could have known the details. Like you've literally seen the sunset through this video because I have no other lights on. <laughs>